Hey, I'm Nicole Ferraro, a contributing editor at Light Reading. Welcome to What's the Story, a short podcast where we take a step back from the most significant topics in telecom to tell you the latest news, how we got here, what it all means, and what to expect next. This week on the show, we're talking with Paula Gilbert, editor of Light Reading's sister site, Connecting Africa. Paula recently reported that Sub-Saharan Africa is on track for mobile data traffic to skyrocket in the next five years. Meanwhile, fixed broadband subscribers in South Africa have been declining. Paula is here to tell us what this means, why it matters, and what's likely to happen next. This podcast is sponsored by ServiceNow. Behind every great experience is a great workflow. ServiceNow delivers digital workflows that create great experiences and unlock productivity for communication service providers and their customers. Paula, thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks so much for having me, Nicole. So what's the story with mobile data growth in South Africa? What are the latest trends and what kind of growth are we expecting to see in the near future? Yes, so actually there's there's a lot going on uh, when it comes to mobile data in South Africa and on the continent in general. And it's a topic I write about quite a lot. So this month, Ericsson published its 2020 mobility report. And um, in that, it had some predictions about mobile data traffic in sub-Saharan Africa, saying that it'll multiply by 12 times by 2025. So that's obviously a lot, but it is coming off quite a low base. Um, But I still think it's massive growth. What I found quite interesting was... When we looked at it per gigabyte, um, in 2019, Sub-Saharan Africa's average traffic per smartphone was about 1.6 gigabytes per month. Um, And by 2025, they think it's going to grow to over 7 gigs per month, which is quite a big jump. We're also seeing a similar trend when you um, look specifically at South Africa. So the South African Communications Regulator, which is called ICASA, put out some stats recently which showed that Mobile data subscriptions jumped almost 19% between 2018 and 2019 to around 78 million subscriptions, which is actually a lot more than the South African population of 59 million. So I think this mobile data uptick makes sense. In Africa, in general, people are actually consuming more via their mobile phones. They're using more data. More people now have smartphones or internet-enabled feature phones than ever before. Um, And ICASA reckons that SA's smartphone penetration is about 90%. I think we can maybe take that with a bit of a pinch of salt. I don't think 90% of people actually have a smartphone um, because it's quite common in South Africa for people to have more than one phone. But um, I do think a lot of more people have smartphones. And then we also have a lot of people still on feature phones or without a phone. Um, But I think it's a trend we're definitely seeing, um, growth in smartphones in the market as they become more affordable, which of course also means data traffic grows along with it. Okay. Can you speak to the state of fixed line broadband subscriptions as mobile traffic skyrockets and the broader industry implications around that? And I know you've also seen regulatory intervention when it comes to data pricing. How is that affecting the market? Yeah, so in that same report, um, we saw that between 2018 and 2019, there was a 20% drop in fixed broadband subscriptions. I think as we saw more South Africans opting for maybe wireless solutions or using internet on their mobile phones, I think it makes sense because, um, as I mentioned, Africa is a mobile-first continent, so the majority of internet access still happens on mobile devices. 
as opposed to fixed line, because there's still a big infrastructure gap um, in a lot of places. In South Africa, I think the fixed broadband um, decreases is linked a lot to people moving away from old school ADSL lines. Um, we saw that over that year, ADSL subscriptions dropped 43%. So I think a lot of this is spurred by the biggest fixed line operator, Telcom, has been phasing out its copper-based broadband services, trying to move more customers to fiber or to wireless options. Um, so I think saying that broadband, fixed broadband um, is declining is maybe a bit misleading because over a five-year period, we actually did still see an increase. Um, so people aren't completely turning their backs on this type of service. It's just they may be opting for new technologies rather. So, um, for example, that same year we saw wireless broadband subscriptions increase 25% and fiber was up 29%. Um, but then fiber is also still predominantly limited to bigger cities like Johannesburg or Cape Town. Um, so, yeah, I think we're seeing mobile growing a lot faster and people are also maybe opting more for fiber or for LTE-based broadband at home rather than your traditional ADSL. I also think um, it's important to look, a lot of these stats were pre-COVID. So we may see more of an uptick in fixed broadband again, now that people are forced to work from home and are using more internet-based home entertainment as they social distance. Actually, Telcom had their full year results last week and the CEO said that despite trying to phase out these copper-based products, that actually brought back some of them over the last few months or they'd launched new ones because um, they'd seen more demand again because of COVID. So we may see more changes when it comes to the 2020 stats when we get them. Um, what's also interesting on the mobile side is um, we've been seeing a lot of um, drama around data pricing over the past few years. So with South Africans saying data prices are too high and that they're anti-poor. So it basically started back in 2016. Uh, there was a big social media campaign at the time with the hashtag data must fall. It kind of spiraled from there and parliament got involved. And then we had a number of inquiries in what they called the cost to communicate in South Africa. It took quite a long time, but at the end of 2019, uh, the South African Competition Commission released quite a damning report from the results of its inquiry, basically saying that data prices were too high. And the commission actually forced the two biggest operators, Vodacom and MTN, to drop their data prices by between 30 and 50%, especially for the smaller bundles, so sub one gigabyte bundles. Um, they also told them that they had to implement what they called pro-poor measures, um, which included what they call a lifeline package um, of daily free data for prepaid customers. So we've actually seen quite a lot of change in this space in 2020 because of the regulatory intervention. And I've written quite a lot of stories about this. Um, so I do think the lower pricing is now gonna inspire people to maybe use more data. And so we'll see growth on that front as well. Okay, great. With all of that in mind, what are the big stories around mobile growth in South Africa you'll be on the lookout for in the coming weeks and months? Uh, yeah, so I think you can expect a lot more stories about growth of mobile data, both in South Africa and across the continent going forward, because I think it's just inevitable that we're going to see growth continuing in the space. Operators really see data as a good way to make money um, because voice revenues keep declining in Africa. So they want to see people buy more people buying smartphones and using more gigabytes per month. I think in South Africa, the pricing um, issue is still going to continue to be a hot topic and we can um, probably expect more drama on that front. Um, obviously, Vodacom 
MTN were called out for their high prices. And although they have dropped some prices, now I think they're going to remain under the microscope for some time. Um, in terms of other things happening, uh, South Africa's third biggest operator, CELC, is actually in quite serious financial difficulties at the moment. Um, it recently said it might lay off 40% of its staff. Um, and so we could definitely see an acquisition deal in the future. There's been quite a lot of interest to buy them out. Um, so that'll definitely change the dynamics in the local industry if it happens. And then Telcom, who I mentioned earlier, they lead when it comes to fixed line, but um, they're in fourth place when it comes to mobile. But they've definitely been, you know, the big growth story over the last little while and have had the biggest customer growth um, because they've really positioned themselves as a data first network. So I expect more growth from them. Um, and then there's also a newcomer called Rain, which is a data only network. And they actually launched directly with 4G and then they've actually rolled out 5G in some areas. So I'm expecting more interesting news from them as we go forward, as they're definitely disrupting the market here. And then further afield, uh, we're actually seeing a lot of interest in Ethiopia at the moment, um, as the government there begins to open up the telecoms market to new operators. So I anticipate we're going to see a lot of growth in data in Ethiopia as there's more competition in the country. So watch that space. Thank you so much, Paula Gilbert, for taking the time to talk with me today. We will definitely watch that space. In the meantime, for our listeners who want to get caught up on the subjects we discussed today and much more, check out Light Reading's sister site, Connecting Africa. Thank you to our producer, Tian Fu, for making this episode, and thank you all for listening. If you like what you heard, please leave a review, share this episode with a colleague or friend, and subscribe to the Light Reading podcast for more interviews and insights from the team. That's the story for now. We'll be back again next week. This podcast is sponsored by ServiceNow. Behind every great experience is a great workflow. ServiceNow delivers digital workflows that create great experiences and unlock productivity for communication service providers and their customers.